Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello everyone and welcome to The Fumble. It's me, Vernon Kay, with Darren Fletcher. This is week two and what a week of football it's been. Obviously, it's the NFL. We have a lot of winners. Obviously, it's the NFL. This week in particular, we've got a lot of losers. Is there any way back at all for the Miami Dolphins? Unbelievable season so far. Conceded more than 80 points. It's ridiculous. Anyway, Darren, week two is in the bank. How are you, my friend? Yes, I'm very good. Thank you, Vernon. Um, I'm actually doing the Fumble podcast this morning in a Bears cap. I think it's time that we forget all this charade. And I'm doing it for the simple fact that they can now kick field goals. So um, they can play great defence. We know that. They were awesome against Denver. Which, by the way, if you read up on that, it's a really difficult place to win anyway. But their record in the first couple of weeks of an NFL season in mile high is ridiculously lopsided in Denver's favour because the players aren't quite up to full fitness, shall we say. So the altitude is a bigger problem. So, yeah, defence is great. Eddie Pinheiro is my new Bears hero because he can actually kick field goals. The double doink seems a long way away. And we just need Trubisky to get going now. You've said that he's going to be decent this year. I can't really see it. I know he got the throw to Alan Robinson late on. But he's got to get better. You cannot win a Super Bowl playing defence and kicking field goals. You've got to have an element of the offence as well. They've got to get rid of Mike Davis. I think I could run the ball better than Mike Davis. Uh, They've got to get Montgomery involved a lot more. And I think they'll be fine. But they've got to get Trubisky going. But look, you were confident on the Bears. I feel a bit better about them after this weekend. So let's see what happens from here, shall we? Yeah, you see, I told you, Darren, you didn't have faith in my belief in Mitchell Trubisky. I said that the Bears would be decent this year. All right, they've not had the best of starts. We know that. However, at 1-1, one and one, I think they've got something to build on. They've won one game. They've lost one game. I think once he gets into his rhythm, once he finds his footing, so to speak, uh, and the defence shows up, to the level that we know it's capable of, I think the Chicago Bears will be pretty decent this season. And it's also nice to see that you're wearing your Bears hat, Fletch, because let's be honest, after all those years that you have been a Green Bay Packers fan, you left the Bears, you literally tossed them to one side, you custard-pied them, you threw them under the bridge uh, and the bus, 
and, and you are back, or they are back in your favour. It's good to see that you are supporting the mighty Bears, my friend. I mean, what a game. Come on. Seconds remaining on the clock. They get a field goal within field goal range, and they did it with a second to spare. After all the controversy towards the back end of last season, in that playoff game against the Eagles, the Bears finally come through with, hopefully, fingers crossed, with what will be a decent kicker. All right, Darren, with two weeks in the books, some teams edging towards the panic button, 0-2. Some fans of 2-0 and teams are thinking, wow, we could be all right here. Which of the 0-2 teams did you think are most likely to bounce back? I've been looking at this, you know, Vern. So we've got a few 0-2 teams in the NFL, and it kind of tells you, I think from 0-2, it's something like 12% that you can make the playoffs. So it's a long road from there. But the 0-2 teams we've got are the Miami Dolphins. Forget it. But then we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals. The Denver Broncos. The New York Giants. The Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers. Now, when you say who's the best 0-2 team, the obvious one is Pittsburgh. But when you think this weekend, Roethlisberger's done his elbow. And James Conner was banged up. And they've not got Antonio Brown. And the defense isn't looking particularly great. If Roethlisberger's out, I think it's a big problem for them. And I'd say the same about Carolina. You know, people have said they can win the division. I think you tip them to win the division. But Cam Newton looks terrible. Cam Newton looks like he's going to be the next one at the podium doing an Andrew Luck and retiring because he just looks miles off it. So I'm going to chuck one in there, a team that's impressed me in the early part of the season, the first two games. They're 0-2, they've lost both of them. But I think they've been really competitive for large parts of both games. And that is the Washington Redskins. They don't make a great deal of um, mistakes. They can run the ball relatively well. Case Keenum's okay. The wide receivers are better than we thought they were going to be. But they can play defense. They've got one of the better defenses in the NFL. And I think Washington have an opportunity, if they can just sharpen up a little bit, to contend for a playoff place. Because they're in a division where I can quite easily see them beating Philadelphia... I can see them beating Dallas. I know they've lost to both of them already. I think they're going to get two wins against the Giants. They've got the Bears coming up this weekend, which I think is a a possibility for them if Chicago don't play better offense because they will score points, Washington. So I'm going to stick the Redskins in because I think you get one every now and again that kind of always sticks around, never really goes away. They're in a division where you're probably not going to get an outright dominant team. And I think they've got the ability under Jay Gruden just to, to, to nick a few wins here and there. If they were to be a 9-7 and seven team or an 8-8 eight eight team, wouldn't surprise me. It looks like a long way back for Pittsburgh. It looks like a long way back for Carolina because of what I've just said. And the others, no chance. No chance. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Washington Redskins. Just because we never mentioned the Redskins on the podcast either. Loads of Redskins fans in the UK. You know, when we... First got into it, the Redskins, Joe Theismann, John Riggins, etc. So I'm going to go best 0-2 team from what I've seen so far. What I've seen so far. Not based on roster, players, superstars, all that kind of thing. Based on what I've seen so far, I am going to say the Washington Redskins. What about you? No, I, I agree with you there, Darren. I think you're right. I think Cam Newton is done. I think his shoulder is beyond repair. I think his focus, the way that he carries himself, I think it's not in football, 100%. I think we'll see him on the catwalk or we'll, I think we'll see a, a Newton Fashions design range coming out very soon uh, because that's the perception he gives off. By all accounts in camp, he's number one professional. However, publicly, I think he's now 
with his outfits and his wacky bonkers fashion sense, I think he's got to be careful that all of that media hype around him and his personal life, uh, in particular his image, that doesn't overshadow the football because at the, at the moment the football is well and truly in the shadows. I think you're right, it's going to be tough for him to bounce back this season. However, they do have McCaffrey in the backfield. He is unbelievable. He is without doubt in my top three running backs in the league. I think he'll be in everyone's top three. I think he runs so hard. I think he shows total commitment and dedication to whatever he's asked to do on the football field. And he does it with 100% commitment. That's what you need. I think you've got to look at the Denver Broncos. I think the Denver Broncos, with the quarterback they, they acquired from the Ravens, I think if Flacco can become the Flacco that we all know and loved, I know you think he's not the best, Darren, but I think that if Flacco can get into an offensive system that suits him, if Emmanuel Sanders can stay and be Emmanuel Sanders, I think the Denver Broncos will be a force to be reckoned with. Just give them one more game. I know they're 0-2 at the moment, but he's just betting in. Let's not forget... Preseason is completely different to the actual regular season. As for the Jags, done. I think they're done. It's game over. Uh, you get rid of a decent quarterback, who's now the backup quarterback at the Rams. You get rid of him. And then you bring in a quarterback who won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. Uh, and then he gets injured and breaks his shoulder. So he's game over. Now you're on to rookie quarterbacks or second string, uh, second year quarterbacks. And it's going to be tough. It's tough for any quarterback to be rushed into the NFL. So we'll see what happens there. Now, the perfect link, Vern, and I like, I like that answer, by the way. That was a good answer. I like that. Yeah, I can see a lot of those points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the, the obvious one off the back of best 0-2 team, we've got a few teams 2-0 that we maybe didn't expect to be 2-0 at this stage. So I suppose the follow-up question has to be, which surprise 2-0 team has got the best chance of staying hot, the best chance of winning the Super Bowl. And I've put down on the list the 49ers, the Bills, the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Cowboys and the Packers. Now, you might say, why have you got the Packers down as a surprise to an O team? Well, they've not been very good for the last couple of years. And Dallas have not been a dominant team for the last couple of years. And Seattle are not what they used to be. So... There's a few here that, that you can look at and go, yeah, all right. So, but And you've got to remember, the, the question is the best chance of staying hot. So I think I'm going to go Green Bay Packers. I don't think they're quite right yet. And there was a bit of a dust-up again, wasn't there, between Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. I'm not necessarily sure that's going particularly well, that relationship. But for the first quarter, they looked like the Green Bay Packers. For the next three, they didn't. And you just kind of look at it and think, they've got to play more quarters like the first quarter. They were running the ball with Aaron Jones. Devontae Adams was, was finding space downfield. Rodgers was good. The defence is so much better. And, of course, the, the Achilles heel for Green Bay in the last few years has been defence. But they've drafted a lot of defensive players. Mike Pettin's got a lot of experience. And they've got players on the defensive side now that can change games. They are getting pressure on the opposition quarterback, which is something they weren't doing. But every time you've got Aaron Rodgers and you've got skilled position players around him on offense, they've got a good offensive line too. Let's, let's not forget about that. I think they've got a real chance. They've already beaten Chicago and they've already beaten Minnesota. So they're in control of their own division, which is a big thing. You know, I kind of look at San Francisco and say, they're going to struggle in their own division with the Rams. You know, and I look at the Bills, they've got no chance. They've got the Patriots. I look at the, the Seahawks, they've got the same problem the 49ers have got. You know, the Ravens, can it last? I don't know. You, you'll disagree with some of this. And, and I'm fascinated to hear what, what you say as well. 
But I think it's got to be the, the Packers. The, the closest I could get to the Packers were the Cowboys. But I just think that when push comes to shove, do I want to back Aaron Rodgers to see it through? Or do I want to back Dak Prescott to see it through? Who I've said on the podcast before, I don't think he's accurate enough. You'd never say that about Aaron Rodgers. Um, although you would say the Cowboys have probably got more... Um, more players that can affect games on offense than, than Green Bay have at this stage. But I'm going to go Green Bay. I think they're the best 2-0 team that isn't called Kansas City or um, New England. So I'm going to go with the Packers to carry on, keep doing it, get back to the playoffs. And if they can host a playoff game or two at Lambeau come the end of the season, who knows? They've got a stinking schedule. It's going to get hard from here. But... Um, I think they've got a real opportunity to see it through. So, so Green Bay for me, my friend. Um, over to you for your synopsis of this particular topic. Darren, I'm going to be honest with you. I called it early on. I did say that the Ravens would be in contention. Didn't I? Yes, I did. Thank you very much. You don't have to answer. Uh, the Ravens will definitely be in playoff contention. I think they've got a running back, a quarterback. I know uh, a few of the Fumbleites found that comment a little bit controversial last week. But hey, ho, Lamar Jackson, he is unbelievable. Yet to run the ball like we assume or like we stereotype him running the ball. Uh, I think their offense is just going to get better and better. And we all know that Harbaugh likes to establish a decent defence. If he's got a defence that can keep the opposing offence off the field, I know it sounds really simple, but in football it isn't, then his offence are going to get more and more opportunities to gain yards, get more first downs, third down uh, results, and then that's it. I think you're winning. I think the Ravens are a real force to be reckoned with. Now that Ezekiel Elliott has got his deal with the Cowboys, you've got to put them up there as well. So we will see. I think it's going to be a really, really exciting season. I really do think that these two games that we've played has shown the character of many players and it's showed the character of many head coaches. Uh, look at Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan at the San Francisco 49ers. He was the awesome, the most respected offensive coordinator at the Atlanta Falcons. He went to the San Francisco 49ers. First season wasn't the best. Groppolo got injured and he was thrown against it. Backs to the wall. But now that he's had an off-season with a decent quarterback, his offensive genius is beginning to shine through. I still think they're a little bit lacking at running back. However, I think that the way that he's drawn up his playbook, I think Shanahan, Garoppolo, and they've got one of the best tight ends in the league in Kittle, I think they will really, really begin to prosper. Let's just wait for mid-season, shall we, before we start getting out the trumpets and trombones for the San Francisco 49ers. All right, Darren, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Well, I'll be honest with you, me in particular. Give me some numbers, baby. Yep, I've got loads of numbers for you this week, my man. Uh, I think we've got five different ones. The Saints lost, lost Drew Brees as well. It's the first time that they've been held without a touchdown uh, in a long time, and it's only the third time in the Sean Payton era that the Saints haven't registered a touchdown in a game. Um, let's have a look at this one. Sunday's loss for the Giants mean that Eli Manning's career record is 116 wins and 116 losses. There's a bit of talk about whether he's a borderline Hall of Famer. Yes, he's won a couple of Super Bowls in very dramatic style, but I don't think you can get into the Hall of Fame when you're 116 and 116. 
Um, Patrick Mahomes, how good was he? Second quarter, uh, passed for 278 yards in the quarter. All 28 points for Kansas City, scored in quarter number two. Didn't score in the first, the third or the fourth, but he got 278 yards in the second. And I like this one as well. The Dallas Cowboys are the first team to go 3-0 and this season. How? How do they do that? They've only played two uh, games, I hear you cry. They play the Dolphins next weekend. They win it. They're 3-0. and uh, Stick it in the record books. Put them at the top of the division. Give them three wins. There is nothing the Dolphins can do about that. The Miami Dolphins, they are minus 92 points after two games of the regular season, which is the third worst points differential after two games of any season, any season, in NFL history. As I say, they're minus 92. The 1961 Oakland Raiders were minus 99. And the wonderfully named Rochester Jeffersons back in 1923, yes, the Rochester Jeffersons were minus 116 points after two games. They are shocking. They're only getting worse. And they are going to set records, I think, whether they like it or not. So the Dolphins, third worst points differential after two games of any NFL season in history. We are into season number 100. Oh, Darren, let's be honest. The Dolphins are dreadful. They really are shocking. It's really, really tough for that team to uh, to win back the fans. The stadium, the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, is virtually empty. No one is going to watch the Dolphins. Uh, I saw a great meme this week regarding the Dolphins. It said... <coughs> It said the Miami, what did it, what was it? Let me, bear with me one second. It said Miami are doing more harm to dolphins than SeaWorld. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, it must be awful being a Dolphins fan. Uh, but let's flip the coin. Which teams, Darren, have you liked watching so far this season? Well, I think this is a good question, mate. You know, the, the best team to watch in the NFL, because it's, it's such an exciting league now. It's a lot different than when we first got into it, isn't it? Because it used to be run the ball, run the ball, and then if you get to third down and you've got a long way to go, you might pass it. It's a different league now. It used to be all about running the football and playing defence and the, the rules have changed. Nowadays, of course, you pass it a lot more, so we get so many more high-scoring games, flashy wide receivers, great quarterbacks. I mean, look, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. I, the, the, the team I enjoy watching the most are the Kansas City Chiefs because I just marvel at Patrick Mahomes. Um, you know, when you think about the Bears traded up in the draft to get Mitchell Trubisky when they could have had Patrick Mahomes, he's just like ah. So I look at him, and I think he's he's brilliant. But then I look at the fact that when when healthy, he's got Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins. Now they've got the rookie Nicole Hardman. They've got Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in the, in the league. They've got running backs all over the place. You know, uh, Damian Williams, Lashawn McCoy. The offense is so explosive. And I love the fact that Andy Reid is so clever in terms of drawing up plays, having a really expansive playbook. They're never afraid to throw it down the field. And then when they play defense, they know they're going to give up a ton of yards. So they try and get takeaways and they try and sack the quarterback. So they're really exciting on defense as well. So I really enjoy watching the Kansas City Chiefs. If you said you've got to sit down and pick a team and watch one, it would be them. But I tell you a team I've really enjoyed this year as well. And I can't wait for them to come to London because they're just a bundle of fun. The Oakland Raiders, you know, Josh James is great, might win Rookie of the Year. Cleland Farrell, they took with their first pick on defence, is great, he's really rushing the passer. Gruden's pulling all the faces, scrunching up, he's been fantastic. 
Um, and, and they're a bit of a throwback team for me, the Raiders. I've always had a soft spot because I like the gear. Silver and black, great. Used to love Marcus Allen in the 80s, Howie Long. You know, that was great. But I, I, just, I just think a, a fun, competitive Raiders team is good for the NFL. And I, I really enjoyed the game against Kansas City because even though you knew all the way through the Raiders were going to lose, they've got enough players on the, on the field now to make it and keep it interesting. So Kansas City... Really enjoying the Raiders. I, I just think we're so blessed at the minute to have so many exciting teams to watch in the NFL. Well, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. I think he's absolutely awesome. He's young. He's got a great head coach. He's got the offensive weapons, albeit he's lost two of his main starters from last year. However, they're just so deep at receiver. They're so deep at tight end because they've only got one and they only need one. Travis Kelsey, what a player. They've got a decent defence, and I think if he can stay healthy, this year is definitely the changing of the guard when it comes to quarterback. Drew Brees is out with a, a knackered thumb. Big Ben has gone down out for the season with a, a duff elbow. The only guy who's sticking around and performing is Jesus, Tom Brady. The man is unbelievable. I'm not going to talk about him because we talk about him too much on the fumble because I literally love him. Uh... But Tom Brady is just putting up numbers as per usual. He destroyed the Jets. The defence of the Patriots turned up, taking the pressure off Tom Brady. And that's what works. It's it's the perfect algorithm. Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, a great defence and just give Brady weapons. Bringing in Antonio Brown, as controversial as it has become, as controversial as it has become, I think that they have got their heads screwed on when it comes to feed Brady, and he will score. It's as simple as that. For so long, we've had this established hierarchy of quarterbacks that you've had kind of Brady up there at the top as the winner. We've always kind of said Rodgers is the most talented in the NFL. And then you get Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, Andrew Luck was in that mix as well. And I'm just looking at it now thinking, is this the season when that starts to change? And the reason why I say that, obviously, looks retired already. I mean, obviously, I've got to mention Cam Newton as well. I mean, Cam's looking a shadow of his former self. But you think Roethlisberger's injured now, Breeze is injured now, they're not getting any younger. Big Ben's been thinking about retirement for a while. You know, Breeze has got a lot of tread on the tyres. Cam's not what he was. Luck's gone. Rogers can't stay healthy. And, you know, he's had it, the last couple of seasons have been ended by injury for him or he's had to play through problems, so he's not quite been Aaron Rodgers. And you kind of look at the, the, the next group now and say, right, are we now moving into the future being the present? So can you see any reason why, you know, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff aren't going to win for years with the Rams and the Eagles? I can't. You know, they look like they're going to be the big two for, for a while. Um, we've got the new wave of quarterback now, haven't we? Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, who are going to be as athletic as any quarterback we've ever seen. You know, they can run like running backs. They can throw it fantastically for a lot of yards. Very, very explosive. Baker Mayfield came in and showed flashes last year that as a number one pick and a Heisman Trophy winner, he can do well. And then you've got this situation too at the end of the season, as we go into the draft next year, you've got the Alabama quarterback, uh, Tua Tiger-Lover, I think you'd pronounce it. We'll just call him Tua for now. Justin Herbert at Oregon. They were going to be highly touted prospects and, and quarterbacks that people think um, will come into the NFL and make a difference. I just wonder whether you, we kind of look at it now and go, 
this is where we kind of stick a line through it. You know, Tom Brady's still going to be playing in 20 years, so he's still going to be there. But the rest of them, you know, are we at the situation now where we've got to get used to the the, the new wave that it's not going to be Breeze and it's not going to be Rogers and it's not going to be these guys. It's going to be Wentz and it's going to be Goff and it's going to be Mayfield and it's going to be people like that. And it's going to be Dak Prescott, who's about to get paid as well, a lot of money by the... The, the Dallas Cowboys. So is it is it is that where we are now? Do you think that it's time to go right? Here we go from here. This is what we're going to get moving forward. Uh, we've got to accept it. Well done, fellas. Thanks a lot. What do you reckon? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The worst thing about all these quarterbacks going down is that half of them are on my fantasy team. Remember we talked about it last week. I took four quarterbacks in the draft. I took Watson. I took Brady. I took Breeze. I took Roethlisberger. Hoping, well, it was because I didn't really want to take any trash running backs and receivers. I was hoping that these guys would come good and they would be collateral. They would be equity. I would be able to trade up for a decent running back because, in my opinion, that's the only spot that I'm lacking on my fantasy football team. However, it didn't pan out that way. Two of them have gone down. So now I'm flip-flopping between Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady. And at the moment, they've both started one game each and they've both been in the top two quarterbacks within our league. So pretty decent drafting when it comes to those two. But the other two, I mean, I am done now. I think I'm I'm drafting both of them for a third-string receiver and a fourth-string running back. That's how desperate it is. It's so embarrassing. I think it's a it's a draft. It's 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 a draft format or a draft technique that I will not be approaching ever, 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 ever again. I've lost both my fantasy matches so um, far. The first one by a point. You, you, the you, second you, one by a you, point. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. You've got Giovanni Bernard and Todd Gurley at running back. I mean, Gurley got. 12.7 points, but based on the touchdown, really, 63 yards. I don't know what you're doing with Giovanni Bernard. Um, and, of course, your strategy was that you were going to draft four quarterbacks and trade a few, and now you've got Roethlisberger and Breeze injured, so nobody's taking them. So you're down to Deshaun Watson and Tom Brady. I, I, I actually think, in fancy terms, you are all over the place. I offered you a trade last week that would have helped your team and mine, and I'm going to stick it out there for the fumble... Listeners, downloaders, friends to judge. So I said to you, I will give you Julio Jones and Carlos Hyde. Bearing in mind, you've got no running backs. Julio Jones and Carlos Hyde. Um, Carlos Hyde, by the way, who got uh, 90 yards this week. And Julio Jones, 
who had 106 yards and two touchdowns on five catches and got 22.6 points. And in return, I asked for Amari Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys, who's not as good a wide receiver as Julio Jones, and Deshaun Watson. Bearing in mind, you've got four quarterbacks. And you turn me down flat. So I think now, if you, if you lose and your season falls apart, your friend, me, was there offering assistance. I don't know if the offer is going to be there again. I, I could consider. But listen... The champion won this week. So Kamara Chameleon, the defending uh, winner-takes-all fantasy league champion, won this week. I currently stand with a player to go, 92.5 points, compared to Jossie's Giants, Mike Holt, who's always a gimme, 75.2. But I've got Le'Veon Bell still to go. Played Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills this week. It's what good fantasy managers do, Vernon, my friend. Uh, Julio Jones, big week. Tyler Boyd. Big week. My bench was awesome. Russell Wilson did great. He can come back in next week. Nicole Hardman uh, got a touchdown. Would have had another one, but he got called back on a penalty. Um, he's going to be good. That's shrewdness on the waiver wire. Um, so Kamara Comedian, one and one. Uh, London Warriors needing help. Uh, Crossy says this week, our producer, that he's going to win the whole thing. Packers at the disco. He's going to win this week. He's going to be, be internet rich. He's not internet rich out of sight. Based on 34 points from the New England Patriots defence. 19.5 uh, from Saquon Barkley. But anybody this week who had the New England Patriots defence against the dreadful Miami Dolphins will have won. So Crossy's, Crossy's all giddy. He's, he's excited. He says he's going to win. Um, but it was all down. To, it was all down. I'm afraid to the New England Patriots defense. So we'll see where he goes from here. All right, Darren. Let's uh, finish with Week Three. What games are you watching, Fletch? Really looking forward this week to the Ravens against the Chiefs. You know, two really explosive offenses, but totally different. You know, what's that going to be? You know, the Ravens defense can it slow down Mahomes? And then what? What's the Chiefs defense going to do against Lamar Jackson? I really like the look of that. Um, and I'm old school, you know that. So the fact the Bears are playing the Redskins on Monday Night Football is just great. You know, Walter Payton, John Riggins, Joe Theismann, Jim McMahon, Mike Singletary, RFK Stadium, the old Soldier Field. I wish they could transport that game back to 1985 and just do it all over again one more time with the Hogs and oh, the 46 defence. I just love it. If I could have one wish this week, NFL wish, it would be that, that we could get Bears, Redskins um, in either Soldier Field, the old one, on the turf, in the snow, or RFK in the mud with the old face mask and the big shoulder pads and none of these blooming rules where you can't do anything. I would love that. So that, that, that's what I'd like to see. All right, Darren. Well, I'm going to be keeping an eye on the Ravens. I think uh, they've got the Chiefs this week. That'll be a really, really good game. Let's see how good that Ravens defence is against the Chiefs. And let's see how good that Chiefs offence is against the... Did I get that right? Let's see how good the Ravens offence is against the Chiefs defence and vice versa. The Ravens defence against that machine that is... The Chiefs' offense. That's going to be pretty, pretty decent. Looking forward to that. Steelers take on the 49ers. We talked about the 49ers earlier on. Jimmy Garoppolo and that offense. Kyle Shanahan really shining through. He's coming to uh, be what we expected him to be in San Francisco. He really is a, a mastermind of the offense. And I think going up against the Steelers... Uh, who will be dishevelled. They've lost Big Ben. They've lost one of their big offensive weapons. Will they be able to pull through? And then the Saints take on the Seahawks. Saints, obviously without Drew Brees. Uh, Seahawks, 
Russell Wilson showing that he can do it again. And I think they've got one of the best young rookie wide receivers in the league. We will see how that transpires. Uh, what a week it's been. We look forward to week three in the NFL. All starts on Thursday night, of course. Really can't wait. Uh, for it all to kick off again. We've got the Titans and the Jags. Will the Titans become a powerhouse like their running back? Derek Henry, he is a beast. Or will the Jags just wilt, fold and bend over? We will find out. All right, thank you very much for listening, everyone. This is, of course, The Fumble. It is, of course, a Shooting Shark production. Remember, you can rate, you can subscribe, you can do all that podcast stuff that I have no idea how it happens. Uh, but you just do your thing. Leave us a decent comment, please, and let's try and get up the rankings. Really appreciate that. And we will see you next week. All the best. Take care. It's been fantastic, my friend. And I will speak to you very, very soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.